0: Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life, and you deserve to feel supported and organized when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, and welcome to episode 52 of the Manage My Wedding podcast. I am your host, Yvette Sitters, and I am also the owner and creator of the Manage My Wedding app podcast and our online store. Today, I'm going to be chatting with you on the podcast about everything invitations, but I'm not going to be talking so much about the digital or the print side and which ones you should go with, but more about your tips for either type and um, invitation etiquette and just some things that you need to know to help you save some money and, and time as well. So, I'm looking forward to sharing those tips with you, and there's five of those. Now, before I get into it, I just want to give you a little bit of an update of what's been happening. Those that follow me on Instagram would know there has actually been a fair bit happening at Manage My Wedding. We have launched the private Facebook group for Manage My Wedding app users. Please DM me on Instagram if you haven't got the link and you haven't joined yet. I'm loving the interaction in that group. It's just so nice to be able to build a community and thank those people that are using our app. We've also introduced gift cards onto into our store. That's purely so that you can suggest to people if you don't know what you want for a birthday or a Christmas gift and you are trying to save money for your wedding, then you can suggest to them to buy you a gift card so that you can use that to buy some of your wedding essentials or if you know someone else getting married, you can purchase them a gift card. We've also introduced wrap so that we can send bridesmaid proposal gifts direct to your bridesmaids. Or also if you want to buy your mother or a friend, one of our beautiful robes for Christmas, you can also do that on the store. And we can send it direct to them for you. As we know, many of you won't be able to get to see your loved ones this year. And there is new products coming. So they will be launching over the next week or so. And I cannot wait to share those with you. So make sure you keep an eye out or subscribe at managemywedding.com. Subscribe to our email list, and then you'll be sure to be in the know of things that are happening and that are coming up at manage my wedding. But let's get back to the podcast. And let's talk about invitations and my personal top five tips for your invitations. The first one I want to talk about is the save the dates. I get asked all the time, when should the save the date go out? That is 12 months out. But I also want to say that the save the dates are a complete waste of money. It is honestly just another way to get you to spend more and often people just look at it, put it away. They don't always take note of it or you know, they're just not interested yet it's so far away. The only time I would say to definitely get a save the date is if you've got a destination wedding and you really want a lot of people to travel and you want to allow them to save and have plenty of time to be able to be there, then yes, I definitely say have a save the date. But then I also think it's not always necessary to spend money on printing a save the date and it's posting it to them unless you can fit that in your budget. But if you really need to find money for other things, then don't spend it on save the dates. Send everyone a text. Honestly, that is all that is necessary. Start a Facebook group. Telling every, you know, have the event date as your wedding date. And then you can, you know, be feeding them information in the lead up to your wedding and before you send them that actual first invite. So (laughs) I really, truly want to say save the dates. I, I do think a little bit of a waste of money. Now, the other thing too is if you need to get your wedding guest numbers down and you send a save the date, you're not going to be able to get those wedding guest numbers down because people are then going to reserve that date to be able to go to your wedding. So if you need to save some money and you want to cut down your guest list, don't send a save the date and just send a wedding invite. That is all. So wedding etiquette, wedding invite etiquette, I should say. (laughs) The wedding invite etiquette to send out, and this is my second tip, to send out an invite is three months out you can give and take a little bit on that, but it's generally three months out. So my third tip is RSVP. A lot of people ask, when should I be asking on the invitation to collect the RSVP? And it is, you know, usually and traditionally two to four weeks out, but I want to say, I think make it four weeks out. And I say this because no one RSVPs and it's getting worse and it's, yes, it's awful and it's rude and it's frustrating, but the world is getting busier. Life is getting busier and people just generally forget or they've RSVP'd in the head and that's it. Or they've said, yeah, I've got your wedding invite. Can't wait. And they think that's an RSVP. And you're like, that, that's not how I asked you to RSVP. So you don't accept it as an RSVP or they haven't told you if the partner's coming or if they have dietarys and everything else. So, you know, some people say, I'm just going to make that call where if you don't RSVP, you're not coming. But then if they turn up on the day, that's going to be very difficult for the venue and the caterers. So I say, give it four weeks out because then you can chase people for their RSVP, but then you also have an option of inviting someone else if someone can't make it and you do have it in the budget to still allow more people to come. You know, there might be that best friend you've made as a work colleague but you've said, no work colleagues because we just can't afford it, and then an auntie can't come and then you can allow that seat to that work colleague. And, you know, if you're getting those in, those RSVP back four weeks out, then you've got the time to do that and you've also then got time to chase, to collate all the responses, to collate the dietary requirements and to give the venue and the caterers your final numbers because they usually want that a week out. And if you've only given two weeks notice to everyone's only got two weeks to give you, you're going to be really chasing in a hurry to get everything together to get to the caterers and the venue. And some tips that I want to say for actually getting an RSVP back is if you're doing an actual printed invite, one, when you put your RSVP card into that invite, I say put a stamp on it because that is one of the main reasons people don't return them. They just don't have time to go to the post office or they just can't make it to a post office. So put a stamp on it, then they're likely to get it back to you on time. And also when you ask people just for, their dietary requirements, it's also handy to ask people what is the favorite song or two songs that they'd love to hear during the wedding night because that is going to save you so much time because they've just now created you your wedding dance list that you can give straight over to your DJ or your band. And then then you're also ensured that people are actually going to get up on the dance floor because they hear a song that they love. Tip number four. Consider the size and weight of your wedding invite. I say this because the bigger the invite, the more cost it is for stamps. And I know it's happened to people so many times where they've just created this beautiful invite, not thought about the size. They've gone and bought their stamps and then they find out that, oh, they actually needed two stamps, didn't budget for that. And it does cost a lot to send it out or... (laughs) The person can't get the invite in the post because you didn't spend enough on the envelope. So it's really important to work out what can you fit in your budget? What size does that invite need to be? Because sometimes you might just need to have that invite two millimetres smaller and then it's only one stamp. So always check that. And then my last wedding tip is when you go to the post office, asked to see their wedding stamps. And I know this blows so many people's minds, but they actually have wedding stamp collections. And you can actually choose a stamp that suits your envelope and the style, or the color and theme that you want to go with. So you don't just have to have some Weird stamp on your envelope, but you could have some beautiful, you know, pink roses or champagne or wedding rings. There's so many to choose from. And if you go to one post office and they're like, well, we've only got two wedding stamps to choose from, just go to a bigger one because you'll find that some of them have like 10 different options. So you can have a look and see what you like. And I do know in Australia, actually, and I haven't looked into it too much into detail, but I did see there was an advertisement that they were now also creating personalized wedding stamps that you could have designed. I'm sure it costs more, but if you've got that budget, then you could also go that little bit further and do that too. Because everyone's, everyone wants everyone to get that invitation, and get a bit of a wow factor. So all these little things definitely add up to giving your guests that that wow factor, but you've always got to consider your budget. So there you have it. There is my top five wedding invitation tips. Now, I am going to get somebody on the podcast at a later date to talk about the actual wording that goes on invitations and everything that you need to consider there because I do not claim to be a professional in that area. But I do know it is important. And I do know that wedding invitations can sometimes go out and you don't actually realize that you have missed something really important that the guests actually need to know. So I will bring someone on as a professional to actually chat about that with you. Now, if you found today's tips helpful, then I would love to hear from you. Simply leave a review in Apple Podcasts app or also in Stitcher, you can leave a review and you automatically go in the drawer to win a bridal pack full of wedding day goodies up to the value of $100. Plus, if you leave a review on the Manage My Wedding app, And our Facebook page, you will receive three entries, which is tripling your chances of being drawn as our lucky monthly winner. Also remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to hear the new podcast episode each Monday morning. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organized while planning the wedding of your dreams.